What are you gonna smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. Yeah. You not? No. Why, you're a Mormon or something? You're Jesus freak? Nah, man, I'm not losing my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f is my stogie, guys? Flying in. What do you mean, flying in? Kiss my ass radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Boys and girls, welcome to another exciting episode of Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from the Casa de Monte Cristo in the lungs of Boynton Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, is the ever-effervescent Honest Abe. Yeah, I wouldn't say boys and girls. The FDA might be recording this episode. True. (laughs) Good call. And, of course, the lovely Lady M. Good morning, good morning. Yes, we will not welcome the children of all ages. Very interesting week this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jump um, right into it. Well, I mean, it's obviously a talk in town. I was uh, on uh, CO Live uh, Thursday night with uh, Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession, and man, was the chatter um, 80% about what's going on with the FDA. And um, we're going to have Glenn Loop later on in the show to give Dr. us a... Dr. Glenn, uh, that guy has not gotten to sleep in the last three days. Nah, his phone's he, constantly dying. Everybody's calling him. So we're going to touch base on that and see what's going on. Hopefully see what really can be done about it. But other than that, it was a very interesting week. Uh, was up in Philly uh, last week and up in the Poconos. The Poconos. Cigar Fest. Uh, we went to Cigar Fest. How was that? First time? It, yeah, it was my first time up experiencing Cigar Fest. And wow, I mean, it's... Um, and the Poconos. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, you want to talk about an absurd event to try to get to. I mean, it's like, I felt like planes, trains, and automobiles. That's I mean, funny. Yeah, you fly in, then you got to drive two and a half hours, and you got to take a yacht and a little canoe and a raft, and it's like... <laughs> And it's out in the middle of literally nowhere. And these guys are driving and barbecuing and sleeping in mattresses on the back of pickup trucks. And Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like... It's some heavy-duty stuff. Heavy-duty, hardcore uh, event. I mean, they get 6,000 people. Sounds like the Bonnaroo of the cigar industry, because it's I'm pretty six, sure I did that for seven days. It's 6,000 tickets in two days, but there's more than 6,000 people there, I guarantee you. Yeah. I mean, it was it was uh, a lot of people, and it was it was very um, unpersonal. Yeah. It was a very un- unpersonal event. Okay. I, I mean, manufa- most of the manufacturers there got their head down, and they're just handing one, 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 one. Yeah. This, this is what they're doing for like four or five hours. Right. That's it. Didn't you say someone was throwing ashtrays off? Well, they have this tradition. I mean, (laughs) it it really is not the best idea. Yeah, they got this tradition of getting up on a crane and throwing these free prizes in a crowd. And, you know, these people are jumping 
at T-shirts like they haven't eaten for like eight months and it's a can of spam. Right. I mean, I'm not kidding. It's right. Like People insane. going crazy. They're, they're fighting over stuff. So, yeah, I mean, everybody I heard, loves the free stuff. Yeah, I heard. It, I heard one time someone got somebody was throwing license plates. <gasps> oh my God! And somebody's, hand, somebody's hand got spliced. And then this year, I guess one company was throwing ceramic ashtrays. That's I'm talking about from a crane up in the air. That is a terrible idea. And it, it, it got somebody right in the forehead and nose area. And they started oh, my out. goodness. So it, it's it's a different type of event. But, I mean, talk about the the moving of that many people and the logistics of it. I mean, it's... It, cattle herding. Yeah, but it, it, I tell you what. they <laughs> they, the cattle. They have it down to a science. Yeah, they really do. Fair so enough. I mean, getting that many people there. Yeah, it was interesting to go there. And then I really had the pleasure of stopping at this uh, little shop in South Philly called uh, Twin Smoke Shop. Um, Anthony Renzulli. That was really the highlight of my trip. Really? I mean, I, I tell you what. I mean, I, I, I've probably seen storage closets bigger than this guy's humidor. Little, little shop. He's got a nice big, big back room that he expanded. But, and, you know, there's like 15 guys. And only there's room for probably only four people to sit down. But they're all standing there and talking and on the stoop outside. Right. And no one can find a car, so a parking space. Right. So everybody's double and chill parked, just leaving their car in the corner, you know. And it reminded me a lot of back when I had my first store in one little location. Up it's a Yeah, we laughed. We were there like till 2.30 in the morning the night before we left. It was a great time. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Anthony, uh, if he's out there listening, any of the guys at Twin Smoke Shop up in South Philly for their awesome hospitality and great time. I mean, this guy's wife was cooking sausage and peppers and bringing big pots. He lives, like, next door oh, on the block. And okay. so she's bringing food. and they're, I mean, I think we ate more in two days than I probably have eaten in a week Wow. hanging out with those guys. So it's a little dangerous if you live out that way. Probably a good, bad idea. Yes, and we did go to your uh, famous Jim's, Jim's Cheesesteak. Hey, you asked me where to go to get yeah, a we cheesesteak. That's my favorite. We went to Jim's. Some people might not agree with when me. When the line was out the door and around the corner, we you said, figured, yeah, okay. it can't be that bad. Yep. But, yeah, we went to Jim's, so it was pretty cool. And uh, that was it. Then I was on Thursday with uh, Brian Glenn of CO Live. So very interesting and busy week. Absolutely. And every week on Kiss My Ash Radio, we like to give away fantastic prizes. Zykar, makers of the finest cutters in life, giver of products from day one. What are our good friends at Zykar giving away this week? Uh, this week, you are going to get the Black Pullout Punch. All you have to do is go onto our Facebook page and post your best FDA meme. Anti-FDA meme. Oh. <laughs> I, I, not a, pr- not a pro. Yeah, I, I, we don't want any pro meme. If you, put, you could put a pro meme on there, I guarantee you won't win. But, Funny meme. Yeah, we want an anti-FDA meme. Yes, something FDA-related that is just anti-FDA and how absurd they truly are. And we'll hear all about that when Glenn Loop is on. <clears throat> Last week, Jamie Y. of Phoenix, Arizona... Participated in our meme, and he took home last week's Zycar Prize. Congratulations, Jamie. And every week, our good friends over at Recluse Cigars like to give away a five-pack to our participants of our poll. Last week, we asked you, do you give your wife a Mother's Day gift? I've been in argument with this because I don't buy my wife a Mother's Day gift. Now, I'm taking, no, Yanni Garcia is in the crowd. Her jaw just dropped. I don't, (laughs) she's, my wife is not my mother. Now, I'm taking my four kids this afternoon to the mall for my kids to buy gifts for my wife, but I don't get one. I don't get her one from me. I get my mother-in-law and my mother a Mother's Day gift. Does she get you a Father's Day gift? You know, if I'm going to have to guess, she might. I don't know. I really don't remember. Okay. But, but I know she gets me something from the kids. I think my kids get me something. But, right. you know, it's just... It's the same way. I give the kids money. I'm curious. That's what was the, the gift po- what was I'm the poll them? results? Do you have the results of the poll? Izzy's got the poll results. We'll get those in just a minute. Really? Yep. 
But, you but know. David D. from Washington, D.C. participated, and he took home a great five-pack from our good friends over at Recluse Cigars. So what else do we have going on in the show this week? Pete Johnson is here in studio live, hanging out. He has had a, some, a couple of interesting things go on. I know he just got back from Hawaii, and we'll talk to him about that. He's got a couple of new lines he's working on, not to mention the skinny monsters just made their appearance in the world. So he, I'm sure he's also going to have some interesting ideas about what's going on with the FDA. I think they made their appearance and disappearance. Uh, that is 100% true. I would definitely <laughs> believe that. Right. Yes. Also, Scott Churchin, Hollywood stunt double, will be here to talk to us all about what he's been up to and what it's like to be a Hollywood stuntman who also smokes cigars. This guy's actually done Sons of Anarchy, <clears throat> Dark Knight. He works on the set with Gotham. Uh, on Gotham, so he's been in some pretty big yeah, yeah pretty cool. See what shows. He, yeah, what he says. All right. So that's all great stuff coming in, and of course, a brand new segment coming up when we come back. Half Wheel is going to be here to give you what's all in the news. Stay tuned and keep it lit. The journey of Jarquera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars. And in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is a La Aurora issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvests of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year. With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangrón or Maduro. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. To Kiss My Ash Radio, Adam K. the Roommeister, broadcasting live from the Casa de Monte Cristo in lovely Boynton Beach, Florida. With me, of course, the Honest Abe himself, raconteur of the blogosphere and special guest extraordinaire. Well, it looks like I was the minority on the uh, Mother's Day poll. Oh, really? 67% people believe they buy their they buy their wives gifts on Mother's Day, so I am... Okay. I am the minority. Well, 30, I mean, thirty-three percent people agree with me. Anytime so. you can help support your wife and make her a little happier, happy wife, happy life is what people say anyway. But I luckily don't even have to deal with that. You really don't. Nope, and it's great. That's what happens. And Lady M has disappeared. And yeah, Glenn had some very interesting, exciting things to say about the. How FBI. was how, how was he when you talked to him yesterday? He was, you know, a little exhausted, a little tired, and you know, he had just gotten done doing a rack uh, interview with Reuters, and he had just gotten done talking to the guys over at uh, the uh, American uh, AP, the Associated Press. So he's been doing a lot of just press all up the wazoo, and it's been going crazy. And with that, let's see what is in the news. Inside the Industry, brought to you by HalfWheel.com, the industry cigar blog. 
This week in the news, of course, the number one story everyone is talking about, the FDA chooses option one and will regulate premium cigars. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has announced its plan to regulate deemed tobacco products, and it does not look good for cigar smokers. Unfortunately, the agency chose option one, the harsher of the two options, which would treat premium cigars like other deemed tobacco products. It was considering option two, and everyone was a little bit more interested in that. It would have exempted premium cigars from the set of regulation, but the agency rejected the notion on a variety of grounds, and we're going to have a whole lot more with Glenn Loop because he actually read a paragraph in the when I talked to him, and it's just absurd, the language that is there in this article. It's absolutely ridiculous. While this set of regulation does not ban flavored cigars in the document, FDA has announced its intents on removing all characterizing flavors from tobacco in the future. So the FDA has been the big story of the week, and it's not looking good. Uh, last week, chatter regarding the sale of Oliva Cigar Company to Scandinavian Tobacco Group, parent of General Cigar Company, began to pick up. This week, the Cigar Authority went on record saying Oliva Cigar Company sold to General Cigar. That rumor has been denied by both Oliva and General. They they like to jump the gun on stories. Absolutely. Barry Stein is always out there just trying to beat somebody to the punch. But, you know, I, we had a few people who actually spoke with the folks at General. They so far, there's nothing that says that's true. No. Contrary to rumors and speculation, a purchase of Oliva Cigar by General Cigar is not eminent, said Corey Bappert, VP of Sales of Oliva, in a statement to Half-Wheeled. Craig Reynolds, Executive Vice President of Global Handmade Cigar Business for SDG, who indicated the company was not in any negotiations with Oliva at this time. However, also in the same article, the Cigar Authority also said that the purchase is being done by a outside group of investors. So... Who knows what could happen there? Well, I mean, ever since Jose Oliva's, I think, uh, move in politics, I mean, he's going to be the next Speaker of the House, looks like, for the state of Florida. Which is a great move for Florida? Yeah, I, I think uh, Oliva's been a very prime candidate for someone to acquire, but a lot of rumors, but nothing's ever uh, happened yet. The new six and three-quarter Lonsdale, named 1955, is named after the, wor- the first of what is now seven vintages where Le Chateau Mission has received a 100-point rating from wine critic Robert Parker. This is the new La Mission edition, and I'm sure we'll get to talk to Pete all about it when he comes on the show in the next couple segments. The line uses a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over a Nicaraguan binder and filler and will come in at $9.25. In September of 2014, General Cigar Company acquired the Toronio portfolio. Now, 20 months later, the company is ready to release its first product since the acquisition. It's a series of four new blends, all under the Toronio vault name, and each available in two sizes. Two will be sold exclusively to brick-and-mortar retailers, while the other two will be sold through catalog retailers. Each blend came from the famed Toronio blend book, a literal book where the family kept track of all the blends it tried developing over the years. All four blends are offered in two sizes of a Robusto and Gordo. The general said the brands are price protected and offer larger margins than the industry standard pricing. And that's what's in the news from our good friends over at Half Wheel. Yep, brought to you by halfwheel.com. After the break, we're going to have Pete Johnson of Havana Cellars, and I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. Keep it lit. Taste in cigars, as in all things, is largely a matter of personal preference. Quality, on the other hand, can be held to measurable standards. The De Crossier brand embodies excellence crafted using time-honored old-world traditions that date back to the 19th century. From the minute you light one of our fine cigars, you will savor what has been called by many the best-kept secret in the cigar industry. This message has been approved by Santana Diaz, candidate for 2016 Cigar of the Year. 
Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to the 206th episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, with you from the Broadcasting Live in Boynton Beach, Florida at the Casa de Monte Cristo store. 
With me, of course, the effervescent Honest Abe. Very, very effervescent this morning. Mm-hmm. More, like, more like volcanic. But the lovely lady. I love being sitting right next to you when you're like this. I just, I can't. <laughs> and now it's time for what we can be considered to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. With us today is guest extraordinaire, winemaker, cigar blender, blending master. Would you consider yourself a blending master? Uh, never. Okay. Never. Never. <laughs> Pete Johnson, owner of Havana Cellars, Tatuaje Cigars, Latelier Cigars, and so many other interesting things. Pete, thanks for being here. How have you been? I've been good, man. Um, I was telling Abe that I, I actually got two colonoscopies last week. Really? One by a doctor and one by the FDA. Right? So, wow. Yeah, it was great. That's, yeah. you know what? That really just all well, sinks together. Three if you count the turnpike in the Poconos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just talking about how we both got scammed in the Poconos yeah. when we're up uh, in New York. Uh, they have you know, the Easy Pass thing up there. And they have, you get on. I mean, look, we had to go two exits up to go to dinner. And we were going to dinner. And, you know, it's pitch black. You're following navigation. It says, gets off here. You get off here. There's a bar. I'm thinking the bar is registering where we are. We get off. We have dinner. We get back on. We go, we're, it's maybe a two-mile drive. They wanted $46 from me. $46 for what? Because we didn't get off where it was like an easy pass only that you had to have. So I refused to pay it. I, we filled out a form. I said, I don't got $46, and I'm trying to contest it now. But my man Pete here forked over the money. I paid it. Never going to get that back. <laughs> yeah, it's cash, too, out of my pocket. The best is, part is he ended up having an easy pass in the car. Yeah, no, that was that was not our best moment. No, it wasn't. And there was four of us, the four principals of Atelier, Casper, Casey, Dan, and myself, and someone should have thought that it was in the car. Now, that was a really... That was my first time going up to the Poconos. How many years have you done that event? I believe seven. Seven years. Seven years. Monstrous event. Seven yeah, years. it's 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 you know what? It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's got to be without. It's a lot of fun the first day, <laughs> and then somewhere in the, in the middle of the second day, we all start drinking. I mean, it it helped that someone that had whiskey at the at the festival gave us a whole bottle. Oh, that works. Um, that, that was nice of them. It's just it's it's a long two days. Is it's it, a it, long was it snowing up there while you guys were up there? No, no, no. it was raining. Rain. raining. A lot of rain actually. Yeah, yeah. My operations guy, we land. Matt goes, oh yeah. I look at the weather report. Uh, it's going to be uh, sunny and warm. It was like chilly and raining every day. I, was, well, I don't know what news channel he was looking You're at. You're looking at Florida weather. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, it, it it it's a long two days. But honestly, to meet six thousand people. That smoke cigars. It, More than that. It's it's really nice to... Yeah, well, they say... We've, they did sell 6,000 tickets, but you know there's more than that. There's always more than that. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly the number, but we we send in exactly 6,000 right. a pass Well, out. you know, there's a group of people... And we only had, like, one bundle left over. Right, there's a so. group of people who don't even go inside. Oh, no, yeah. They're, like, camping. Yeah, there's RVs. Like the tailgaters. Oh, tailgaters. Yeah. yeah. They don't even need to go inside. They bring their own cigars. They don't need to buy tickets. Well, they send they in one guy yeah. to get everything. Right. Uh, kind of like I, you have the runners at the, right, right. At the Great Smoke. And I, I think I saw that guy because I swear to God, he had a bag strapped this way, a bag strapped this way, <laughs> a backpack, carrying a bag in front, 
And I swear to God, he was walking. I said, they're going to have to get the defibrillator because this guy's not going to make it out of this building. <laughs> he didn't look like he was going to make it out alive. He was so exhausted. No, but, yeah, we think we're going to get good parking when we go early because we're vendors. No. No. <laughs> we go way up on, the, up on the hill. Up on the hill. Yeah. How many manufacturers go to this event? They had, well, they have, I think, 56 booths it was, something like that. But a chunk of them are kind of like their own house brand booths. Got it. So I, I'll venture to say there's at least 40 manufacturers probably. So, yeah, it's a good chunk. Yeah, I mean, I think probably 30, 35 to 40 of, because of, they, they also have a couple other products. So there's probably about 35 to 40 cigar manufacturers Sweet. there. But uh, it was crazy. I mean, it, me and Matt Briggs were just looking at it like mind-boggling, mind-boggling. And it's not an easy place to get to. No, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you, if you're flying in, you're looking they, at a two-hour ride. That, that hotel just got upgraded. No. Oh no, yeah, they like renovated, but you can still see that it it's still got a little bit of old in oh. it. Oh, not your comfort in. <laughs> no, but, but you know what? It was, the, comfort, the comfort in was actually nice. <laughs> actually, honestly, more than we thought that's it all be. that was left when we were booking the rooms. The hotel itself, the the original, like the, where the right. the thing is, I believe that the first year I went, we didn't stay over there, but I think we all got like like lung and like. From mold? <laughs> Something. Uh, I mean, the, the the hotel was a mess before. We, we were talking about that. I mean, we can't fathom how that resort stays in business. I mean, it's a big development. They, they charge a lot per night. <laughs> Must be. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. But anyways, on to more interesting and uh, relevant issues, obviously. You know, you being pretty much a, 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 an artisan in the industry... Have really developed a niche in making very specific select products, new mm-hmm. monster series. You probably have the most popular cigar, TAA cigar, without a doubt, in the TAA. The TAA, uh, that's been like a, a big success for the company. It's been a big success for the TAA, I believe. Yeah. You know, So um, I, I'll venture to say they, you probably outsell any other TAA maybe 10, 20 to 1. So with. There was specific language in this, in these 499 pages that actually mentioned limited edition and boutique cigars. You know, I mean... Limited editions, though, as long as they fall under the brand, actually can be... As long as you're not marketing it as a totally different cigar, it's just a limited edition of, you know, let's say a Tatuaje. Right. Um, It's a little bit easier to flow through the system, but... I, I plan on on making sure the TA stays around. You know, I'm gonna be honest I'll pay with you. the I'll pay the the registration or whatever. It, uh, the big the big problem is the user fees, the the money that we have to give the FDA to regulate to regulate you gotta us. Pay for your own, you got to pay for your own ridiculous we're, regulation. We're paying our fair share. That's right. what it is. But, but what people don't realize is the whole premium industry in a year probably doesn't do as much business as regular tobacco does in two weeks. Oh, yeah. You know? But, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've been on the phone a lot. I've gotten a lot of calls. Rocky called me. He's in Italy right now and whatever. You seem to be the most calmest person I've talked to in the last three days. I drank last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I you, you got to keep a level head. I mean, trust me, we had meetings with lawyers yesterday and we were all like... Okay, where's where's the bottle of whiskey? You know, because this is like, it's the amount of work, the amount of money, the amount of work. I mean, it's changing be a lot packaging. Of work, a lot of money. And we, we talked about earlier, this was written for cigarettes. Right. So there's there's wording in there that says that the label has to be printed on the box, not a sticker. Right. Printed on the box. I'm like, man, that's a 
It's a lot of work, and it has to be a white background with black letters or a black background with white letters, but printed on every box. Wow. It's, it's not like we're manufacturing a, a million right. cartons of cigarettes. Those are easy to print right, on. Right. It's just going it's through a, a machine, printing press. Right. This is going to be silkscreened like a T-shirt, one by one. So you're like, okay, this is going to be a lot of work. And changing the mentality in the factory of like, okay, this is the size warning label that we need to have on the box. Now make sure that that goes on every box because it, what's 30% of a Churchill compared to 30% of a Robusto? So now you got to pick size one size that works for, thir- for all your boxes. Otherwise you're going, okay, label A is for these many SKUs and label B is for this many SKUs. And then you, you have to rotate them. You have to make sure that you use all of all the labels that they're telling you. You have to have to say that the, the pregnant one and, you know, this causes cancer or whatever. And you have to continually rotate those throughout your, your distribution. Wow. And you the have amount, to give them a plan of how you want to do it. And I they think, have to approve it. I think people haven't even conceptualized the amount of added costs Ah. They're going to go into now a box of cigars. It's it's just the the extra. No, see, yeah. It's added cost, labor, the time, the screenings. I mean, it's it's insane. I, I I still think that the way cigars are produced, that they're relatively inexpensive. For um, the amount of work. For the amount of work. Probably. Um, we've guesstimated that that some cigars might go up like a dollar retail, and that would that would really kind of cover the, the amount of work that and the costs, right. yeah, which I think a lot of people, to get, you know, some of the brands that they love to smoke, I, I think they'll be willing to pay the extra dollar. I mean. What's your opinion on the probability of actually getting a premium carve-out from Congress to pull it back from the FDA? I mean, I would, I would love it. Do you, think it's, do you think it's possible? Do you think, do you think they'll actually achieve that? I think anything's possible. They work hard enough. Maybe. Maybe. You know, what I've been kind of hoping, and I could be optimistic or wishful thinking, you know, had this ruling come on a more moderate level, still bad, but maybe not that bad, I think a lot of people in legislation would have turned around and said, nah, you know, it's not that bad. You guys could live with it. But I think the fact that it came about as bad as it could get, about as absurd as it could get, I'm hoping a lot of these congressmen, and, and senators who kind of been on the fence, because I've actually talked to a few of them, and they're like, well, you don't even know what you're fighting yet. They haven't regulated you yet. You know, you're fighting a ghost and all these comments. Uh, now that it's down on paper what the FDA intends to do, I'm hoping a lot of these guys may have the common sense to say, well, this is not too far. This is absurd. Yeah, but even then, we still don't know what to do. I mean, like, we're, we're all kind of blind. They're like, oh, you need to fill out uh, form, blah blah blah. Right. You're like... In okay, triplicate. Where, where do I find that form? Yeah. <laughs> right. In triplicate, right? And like, well, call the FDA. So, like, Pete Johnson, Yann yeah. Garcia, hey, wh- what form do I fill out? We have no idea how to fill it out. We have no idea what the sample, you know, maybe if the, in, the, in the 499 uh, pages, they would have added 10 more pages showing us how to fill out these right. forms, like an example. But no. <laughs> what irks me the most is we fund this organization. Yeah. That's what irks yeah. me the most. We're paying for it. We're supporting it. We're funding our own misery with these guys. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, we're, the, the user fees are, are paying for the FDA to regulate us. Well, now, well I was going to ask, for the carve-out, what, what, what do manufacturers and people in the industry, like what are the steps that 
we have to take right now to get this carve out to push it? Honestly, we have to con- do We've been telling everybody. In fact, our stores now have started signing people up at the register. We need to get as much word out. For some reason, and maybe you might have an explanation, the, the, the cigar consumer base just seems to be very lackadaisical. I mean, you know, there are, there's a group that's very, very active. The but when you look at the number as a whole, how many petitions were sent to the White House? 250,000? Something like that, yeah. Dude, there's more than 250,000 cigar smokers in New York City. Yeah, true, true. That, but that's the point I'm trying to make. I mean, yeah, there's a group of What is of there, about two and a half million cigar smokers? It's like got to be. And, and there's there's a handful of sort of because they're not directly proactive. affected right now. As soon as the price goes up and then their brands that they love are gone, then they're gonna wake up and smell the coffee. And then, well, what I, happened? Honestly, Abe, I think that that a lot of us just got complacent. I mean, we're just kind of, you know, ah, it'll come. I said in another interview, I go, I'm, I might be, you know, turning the blind eye, but I I just I think we'll be okay, you know. Right. Like, and well, honestly, in the end, after all the, the crap is done with the, the paperwork and the fees, we, we're going to still pay fees every year. But I think the industry will be better. I mean, it will be stronger and uh, it'll just... And now they can't go, hey, we, we, there's no more threat after that. Yeah. Now the threat is, okay, they have their foot in the door. What more can they do to us? How are you now? Everyone needs to mold. We're going to make the uh, warning label 50% now, or the user fees are now going to double. I mean, can I just create a cigar line? Has anyone put that in there for a trademark of this warning this product can cause cancer? That's going to be the new name of my cigar. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> someone, good someone in the office yesterday <laughs> said Cancer Magazine. Wow. <laughs> because I, every ad in, in Cigar Aficionado or Cigar Snob right. is just going to have big old warning labels everywhere over it. it, it's, it um, but that's where, but you know what? You, we, we sit here and we joke. Yeah. But look at what's going on in Australia. Yeah. No, yeah, blank packaging. Blank packaging. I'm black on, and white packaging. I'm, I'm actually planning on, on moving everything to very simple, classic cabinet style packaging moving my logo up that way i have the room for the seals the, and the, the warning the warning stuff and it's really funny cause but just it's gonna... also classic for me and i'm a, a product of history when it comes to cigars so right. at the same time it will end up looking old school well i want to talk about more about the international market after the break we're sitting here with pete johnson of, of tibuahi cigars uh we'll be right back with him more after this keep it lit hi this is rocky patel and i'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. 
Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Swag Cigars. Offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in full grade sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and priced right. Boutique Blend Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, here with you. We are broadcasting live from Boynton Beach, Florida, the lovely Casa de Monte Cristo. With me, of course, the volcanically honest Abe. And the lovely Lady M. I got it, I got and it. And we are in the middle of our Meet Your Maker segment with Pete Johnson. We just got done talking about the FDA, Pete's thoughts on that. But, you know, Pete, you've also had a lot of new cigars you've been coming out with. You just launched the K-22 a couple weeks ago in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, the 222. K-22. K-22, yeah, yeah, yeah. 222, it's, it's tough. K-222. There's three twos in there. That's what you have to remember. Three twos. Now, where'd the name come from? Um, so my dog Kona died. Yes. And he died at 2.22 p.m. Uh. And I've always named a cigar after every dog I've had. Every every time they pass, I name a new cigar. It's the worst part about having a dog. I know, huh? Oh, you guys are going to make me cry right now. <laughs> and uh, 2.22 is what they call an angel number. There's like this whole mystical angel numbers. So I looked it up, and it, it's just a, like someone that oversees you and like kind of watches out for you. And... Uh, it pops up all the time for me. Like yesterday, really? we were having the meeting with some lawyers, and I looked down at my phone, and it was 2.22 p.m., and I'm like, okay. 
I thought you were going to tell me you got a bill and it was only $222. I was like, I, I want that lawyer. I was say, what lawyers are you going to? So we, I, I went into the hotel. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. <laughs> Room 222. And I got upgraded because I'm a, a Star Wars Platinum member because of the amount of travel. And they upgraded me to a suite, and it's suite 222. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I go, did someone tell you to do this? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Now, what what is what? It, it's a of course very the Hawaiians limited... are like the islands are speaking to you. Is that what they said? Yeah. Did they say that to yeah. you? Yeah, that's pretty well. It's funny because I've been actually thinking about going there. I've never been there. It's a long trip from here. Well, we, from I was here, planning yeah. on taking my family overseas, but with all the mumbo jumbo going on in that part of the world, I don't think it's too safe. So, if we were, since we were already prepared to take a long trip, 15-hour flight, I was thinking maybe go to Hawaii, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's. I, what, you is, know, is, is it kid there. friendly? Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've never been, I've been there. I've been there once, but I loved it. I, I In the probably the 30 times I've been to Hawaii, um, I've never been to another island other than Oahu. Really? <laughs> Why? I you have no don't... idea. <laughs> That's where the cigar stores are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they kind of are, and I've always been in the cigar industry, so like either working for someone or doing my own brands, so it's just easy to kind of hang out on you know, in Waikiki and do do nothing. Now the K22 cigar. Yeah, 222. 222. Is that so? It's 222. It's just easier K2 to say 222. 222. Okay, the K222 cigar. It's it's a very limited production, or I mean. Well, we make it in Miami, so. Okay. You're talking 75 boxes a month that we can wow. produce. Not a lot. Um, everything that's made in Miami is strictly made in Miami. That's what what's so odd about the Miami factory and the Miami productions that a lot of stores don't pay attention to it anymore. They don't realize which is being made and, in Miami. And they don't realize how limited the production is. Like, oh, I figure I can get a J21 every day. Well, Cojon, one, Grand Cojon U. Yeah, we don't sell them to everybody. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, we make 75, 100, 125, 150 boxes of these sizes every month. And so at the end of the year, it's not a lot of production. So it's limited. It's more limited than my... Limited edition. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, can, can you tell us a little bit about the cigar? It's kind of a cross between the J21 and the Kohonu. Oh. Uh, it's right in between in size, but uh, you know, you start with the formula of the J21, but when you amp it up to a 52 ring gauge, it ends up being more leaning towards the Kohonu. So, uh, as far as strength uh, and flavor, but it's um, it's full bodied. You know, it's we wet pack them. What I like to do is like pack them in foil bundles pretty early while they're, there's still a lot of Moist, moisture in yeah. them. That way they age in the bundle. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's a solid cigar. It, it definitely, it's definitely one of those cigars that you smoke. You're like, maybe I should let this sit down for a while. Not a morning cigar. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so you also decided to release the limited edition Skinny Monsters as a takeoff from the previously pudgy monsters and just the entire little monsters, monsters little yeah. monsters and the entire monster series what made you go into skinny petite corona level land monsters um i love petite lanceros six by 38 i love lanceros and um i don't know i've, I've made a joke a couple of years ago that i'm like the lord of lanceros because <laughs> i sell more than any other you know, company. We had a I had a conversation with Christian from uh, Camacho. Well, not Camacho. Sorry, CLE Christian. Sorry about that. Um, that guy, Aroa, whatever. <laughs> and uh, he he said, 
He goes, I can't sell them. They just don't sell. I go, well, I sold like 100,000 last year. And he goes, you want to buy some? <laughs> I, so I think it's just really teaching people that, uh, that it's a great size format. And if you don't have a lot of time, you can get a lot of flavor and a lot of, like, uh, good smoke out of such a smaller cigar. And it's classic. Now I know when we had you here two, uh, about a two years, almost uh, about a year and a half ago, when mm-hmm. we were talking about the monsters, and you're like, it's just so much effort and everything. Yeah. Do you do you regret doing the skinny monsters now? No, no. The skinny monsters were actually um, probably the easiest one because of the format. You know, it's keeping everything in the same format. I actually wish I would have done that with little and pudgy, because it's nice to taste each blend in the same exact cigar. Right. Just and the Littles definitely varied in the size, and so that definitely... Littles varied in size, Pudgy's the same thing. Um, they, I used to have a formula of how much I would reduce the ring gauge and how much I would re- reduce the size and length mm-hmm. to get them in those packs, but now I just said, you know what, this sounds kind of cool. Screw it, I'm just going to go all the way. Yeah, and I had plans to do Lancero Monsters too, which you might see you might see a version of them at the show, oh, wow. but uh, they probably won't get shipped until uh, later. Now, the last time you were on, you talked to us about the retail shop you were opening up with your family. How's that been coming along? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, <laughs> really? It's still not open after all this time? No. Nah, um, construction in Maine is really expensive. Wow. And when you're funding it with uh, your, your your own pocket it's uh, and not the bank, it's uh, it gets tough. So are we, kinda are we on, close or just got put on a back burner? Put on the back burner. It's, uh, I got the, a lot of projects that get put on the back burner. The I building's know framed out. It's it's actually, I don't know what I, now with, you know, the FDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I really want to own a cigar store? Um, good, good question. I think a lot of people are wondering that. But but, uh, but no, I, I uh, here's the good thing about owning a cigar store once two years pass and we have to have these things. As long as you have everything in compliance, you're not going to have any problems. I mean, that's... No, the, I mean, look... We talked about this because, like I, we said all, before we got in the air, I'm a Darwinist, so I always believe yeah. the strong, the intelligent is going to find a way to survive. They're not making the product illegal. They're just going to make it difficult. Yeah. But it really, in my opinion, is going to kill a lot of the cigar lifestyle, which makes it part of what it is. I mean, no more sampling. Events may be a lot harder. Sam- this radio Sampling is going to, that, that's gone. Gone. That's gone. That's gone in 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. Sampling's gone. Uh, the free like, cigars with, with but purchases. But who's regulating that? I like. Are they sending people to cigar shops it, on a daily basis? Rats. Somebody will rat somebody out, or that's exactly what happened. And they'll, they'll, I they'll love give, that. They'll, that's that's exactly mean, what it is. It's gonna be a rat. They may offer somebody, hey, well, five hundred dollars for anybody who rat turns somebody in. And that's so gonna ridiculous. be idiots. Yeah. Some guys. Some guys gonna get pissed at his local shop because somebody said something to him. Yeah. And, that's how hey, that's if they're getting five hundred dollars away, I might do it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even buy a bottle of wine. How Come many on. times can we do right? it though? Like how many times can you give blood? Well, it, it's once insane. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. But you know, you, she, she knows. It's, it's actually only once every fifty-six days. Oh, sorry. That's they even, changed. That's how do you scary. know? That? Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> I have very rare blood. They pay me for my blood. I believe that. Yes. So, so the retail shop is is on a back burner. It's not going. But you know what? I, I, well, no, I, it's just kind of there. I, I have to finish the building. I do have another building that uh, is is ready to be moved into, but the city wants us to 
do a couple things construction-wise. Jump through some hoops. They want us to jump through some hoops. It's really going to be check. an antique store uh, for my parents, and then they're going to happen to sell a few cigars. Mm. You know, it's funny because you it's, mentioned it. That's like a pop-up store. Mm-hmm. Pop-up, yeah, it's yeah. a new it's a new terminology yeah. now, pop-up stores. I hear a lot of it. Pop-up anything yeah. right now. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean. <laughs> pop-up restaurants. <laughs> But I'm gonna. I'll be shocked to see, and I, I will. I will make a bet right now, live on the air, that there will be guys who will be opening up cigar shops in the next year. Because of the Cuban embargo. Well, no, or but you, you, of... you just see at this point. Let me wait and see. Now the Cuban thing. Yeah. That's yeah. that's gonna be another complicated mess. Forget yeah. about forget about you know the embargo ending, which will never yeah. happen. But once. Cuban cigars coming to the country, there's a whole FDA gray area there. Of, right. We talked about, like, technically they were sold in 1955, so it's pre-2007. But not all the brands were sold. Not all of them. Right. But they did have a lot right. of front marks. Monte Cristo and Romeo. Yeah. And... So if those get exemptions somehow, then there's a whole giant class action lawsuit, which is great you know, for yeah. lawyers. Oh, yes. We're going to love that. Well, we're going to have to come back. We're going to have to take a quick break. Hit the news at the top of the hour. We're going to have more with Pete Johnson. We come back. We're going to see, you know, we didn't talk about music, and Pete's a big music guy, and I want to get your opinion, thoughts on Prince when we come back. I also want to talk about the upcoming Herf he's got. The oh. SNS Herf for his social club. Absolutely. We'll talk about that after the break. we got a lot of great stuff coming. Make sure you're staying tuned. Don't forget, Glenn Loop's going to be here as well. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Bomb Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K, the Brewmeister, with the effervescent Honest Abe. And we are, of course, here with Pete Johnson, talking about cigars, life, and everything in between. You know, Pete, you're a musician. You've always said that music is one of your very big passions. You know, you first went to Hollywood to do music. I did, um, but I guess, can I be classified as a musician if I don't really play that much anymore? You, uh, I can't play can a tune. Play? Oh, I can still play. You're a musician. That, exactly. And I, and I still play my guitars here and there. I just, I just don't play in a band anymore. Right. So, so Prince tragically passed away a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And did you ever get? Uh, and he obviously was an iconic talent. Never uh, got to meet him. Did you ever see him live? Never got to see him live. Oh, I did. Yeah. I, I did. I did. I got to see. I was fortunate enough 
to see Prince live, and I didn't, I wasn't even at a Prince concert. And you didn't even know, yeah. No, yeah. I, I actually went to watch a Lenny Kravitz concert. Oh, and he showed up. And, and Lenny Kravitz came out and did one encore, and then he left, and we thought it was done. And everybody kept screaming. And next thing you know, we hear this guitar blazing. You know, and we're thinking, oh, great, here's a second encore. And this little dude walks up on stage, and I have no idea who it is. I mean, I'm not that far away. And it's Prince. An amazing And he did a whole player. encore and a whole set. Set. That's the only time I got to see him live. You just reminded me of that. I, uh, I never got to see him. Um, my buddy, uh, who's an actor in Hollywood, um, it's okay. You can name drop. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he he was name dropping actually to about this whole thing to me. He came back from this little party. He goes, dude, I was just at a a dinner party with like ten people, and we went into this little room, and Prince walked out on this little stage in this guy's house and just started wailing on the guitar and played like 15 songs for us. That's crazy. Wow. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He goes, he goes I still don't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'm in shock. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, crazy. I was the guy who walked out on Guns N' Roses' longest, longest concert. Really? Because it was Skid Row open for him mm-hmm. at the Forum in Los Angeles. Wow. Skid Row open for him. We were excited to see Skid Row. We were excited to see Guns N' Roses. And this is during the whole time of Guns N' Roses just being a problem. Did I hear they're getting back? Oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah. are getting back. The, the three majors, you know, yeah. Duff, Slash, and, and Axel. Wow. And they're playing already. Man, I saw a picture of Axel recently. He's, he looked terrible. From what I see, he's getting into shape again. Okay, I mean, but he just, his he's voice, working on himself, okay? Right? Give, give him a couple months. Come out. It his wasn't voice just, is amazing. <laughs> it, it wasn't just that he looked heavy. He looked like war. Like, I mean, most rock stars do. Like, somebody strapped him on Go the back of a pickup truck and drove him around town, uh, you know, for a while. I mean, he looked yeah. good. Now, his, his voice is amazing. Someone told me, I don't know, about four, three weeks ago or so, four, maybe three or four weeks ago, that uh, for sure, 100%, he's playing with ACDC. And then two weeks later, they announced that yeah. he's playing with ACDC. But supposedly, he sounds amazing with ACDC. Wow. And I, his voice was built for that. Yeah, it um, was. I think, man, I I, I want to go see a show because I, of all my years, I've missed them every time. Really? But this is the reason why we left the show is because they were being, you know, a pain in the, in, right. in the butt. And Axel wasn't coming out on stage. And next thing you know, it's hour and a half later. We're like, let's get out of here. We went to the Rainbow and on, the, on Sunset. And we're eating dinner. And someone that we saw at the show comes in like two and a half hours later. And we're like... Oh, you just coming from the show? And he goes, no, they're still playing. No. <laughs> wow. So I, I just looked it up recently. It was like the longest show they ever played was three and a half hours. And I, I walked out on it before they even got on stage. Wow. In that same thing, best live show you ever went to? Oh, man. Um, Muse, actually. Really? Really. Um, Muse is so talented. I saw them at, I saw them at Staples and. They're just super talented. See those three guys on stage to do what they do and they pump do out a that lot type of music. Of, it's, yeah, it's very. It's not like a lot of anything else that's out there. Yeah, they were good. Uh, Hente Zona was a great live show. I, I you know, Hente Zona, the, the the reggaeton band from Cuba. No. no. Yeah, that was. We saw. I can't even remember the place where we saw them at, but. Uh, it was downtown Miami. I was the only like white guy <laughs> in the room. I was the only gringo, gringo in the room. room. It was. I think it was 1,499 Cubans and one gringo. Aren't you doing some cigar with the that 
rock band that dresses up in the costumes. Steel oh, Panther? Gwar. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did it two years in a row. We're probably not going to be doing it this year. Um, just because it's a lot of work to get into. and um, That was done for Havana Connections? Well, it was done through Shorty because right, it, it's a Guar cigar, so it's a licensing thing that Shorty ends up dealing with them. Right. Um, actually, one of the best concerts I saw, I have to go back, was... Uh, War? No, was... Um, I did a project with a guitar company called Duesenberg. Uh, the, the guy that owns Duesenberg USA is a friend of mine. He's a big Tatawai smoker. That's how we met. Um, he did a, a cigar for Johnny, I mean a guitar for Johnny Depp, and I did a cigar that went along with the guitar. Oh, wow. And Johnny Depp got up and played in front of a thousand people in a high school auditorium. Wow. And he invited his friends out. And Alice Cooper came out. Wow. Marilyn Manson came out. Steven Tyler came out. We're like, what is this? Right? This <laughs> what have like, I watched? This is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, the last time I saw the show, uh, Joe Walsh played with him, too. And I'm like, he Joe still Walsh, good. Uh, he's I, I, an amazing guitar I saw player. him, uh, well, guys, got to be longer than that because CAO took me to the concert. So how long since they've been bought out? But they flew me up to Nashville, and they took me to an Eagles concert. We're up front, and they were uh-huh. all up there, and it was an awesome show. They still had it after all those years. I mean, everybody... Yeah. That's Glenn another, Fry, Joe Walsh, yeah. you know, Glenn Fry got another yeah. guy. We, we lost. lost a lot of great yeah, ones this year. We lost a lot this year. Now, SNS, yeah, your social club, mm-hmm. it's actually renewal time. I just had to renew myself. <laughs> so, as an SNS member, tell us about the club and you know how people can get in because you guys have a. It's not easy to get in. It's only a certain time of year. Then you open it up. And yeah, why don't we, you let our listeners know a little bit about the We open it once a year. S and S. I'm sorry, I mean Saints and Sinners. That's yeah, Saints and Sinners. The SNS Club. Right. Um, it's a private uh, online social club or a private forum, and uh, we do everything with men uh, only or men in. No, 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 there's no. women. There's women. Uh, well, there's, maybe. There's, no, there is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, there's. Yeah, <laughs> let's not go into that no. conversation. Yeah, there's a whole other issue. Um, you know, we have retailers. We have other yeah, manufacturers. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's a good group, but it uh, once a year we charge $150 to be part of the club, and but we you open get a it. lot of stuff for you. Yeah, you, you get more a nice than package. Yeah. yeah, you get more than $150 worth of. We don't know moving forward what we're going to put in the, in right. the kit because of uh, we're kind of running out of ideas. But uh, we've been doing the cigar kit this whole this whole time. We'll continue to do it until there's an issue, but we'll probably end up having to use, you know, registered brands, obviously. Right. Um, it's The kit's nice. And then we open it up for members, current members, to re-up. Yeah, you're a member. And then June 1st, we're opening up to new members. The problem is we don't really want to go over 1,000 members. And if we got everybody that joined last year, plus what we have on the mailing list, it puts us at like 1,200. Right. So we're a little concerned that the, last year we upset a lot of people because we cut it off. Right. And we're going to cut it off again. And I don't want people to you know feel like they're oh well that's a snobby club because i can't get in it's just that logistically we can't handle more than so many people plus we have to pre-order a lot of this swag so a lot of it we're like okay let's make a thousand and fifty pieces that's it that's all we got and 
do, do you find that the retention rate is very, very high? Yeah, I would say it's probably about 90%. Oh, that's yeah. huge. Now, you guys are having your first annual HERF yeah. coming in, up. Tell us about that. In Philadelphia. Uh, at uh, at that resort? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> that going back. That was the Poconos. That's in the Poconos. At uh, at actually Holtz uh, Townsend Road, their their distribution center. They got a big lounge, kind of like what you have here. Holds a lot a, a lot of people, and um, they generously donated the the lounge for that day because it's a off day for them. Saturdays right. are kind of quiet over in that 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 area. And we're going to hold a big party and, you know, sell limited edition stuff, uh, you know, feed everybody, uh, supply, you know, good beers, good Are booze. Are tickets sold good, out for this? Good wine. No, uh, because we haven't, we haven't, re- we've only released 100 and, we've only released like 170. So we've sold the 170, but I think we're going to be releasing another, like, 75 or 100. So people can still get tickets. Yeah. Now, yeah. We're going to open that up uh, June 1st. But it's only for SNS members. Well, SNS members and anybody they want to bring as a guest. As a guest, right, right. And we're selling tickets to it. Through the the SNS site. The guest numbers? We're limiting the guest numbers. Okay. Yeah, the guest numbers, I think, were like only 10%. Get some feedback. So if you so if you um, if you really want to go to this event and you're not an SNS member, you need to find somebody who is and hopefully make, convince them to take you as a guest. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, we're we're testing it. It's it, it was a good location and this is our first test run. I think the next one we do might be in California, uh, and we've actually talked about doing one here. Yeah. So. Hey, more stuff to keep in mind. It's going to be a great time. Pete, but what's thanks. good about you're going, right? Sorry. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be up there. All right, good. So we, you can tell I, us what we're doing wrong. Well, I, <laughs> I, that's why I like to go to these events because I know we talked about doing one down here. So I want to actually go and see that, try to hopefully see what's great to do and maybe what we could change and make cool. better. Very Absolutely. Cool. Pete, thank you for being here today. Thank it's you. been an absolute pleasure as always. Best of luck in the future. We look forward to seeing you again real soon. Perfect. This has been Kiss My Ash Radio. That is Pete Johnson of Havana Sellers on our Meet Your Maker segment. When we come back, more great stuff. Glenn Loops from the CRA is going to tell us all about the FDA. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano, A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 25 years. Years of excellence in the cigar industry has allowed Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar to become household names. Going into their 26th year, they celebrate by rebranding one of their cornerstone lines, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Innovation in design and style makes NMC one of the most modern brands on the market today. Three different wrappers allow for this line to be an anytime smoke. Ecuadorian Connecticut for the morning, Nicaraguan Habano just after lunch, and a broadleaf Maduro for your nightcap. You only get one life. How will you live yours? 
Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchiest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blend cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. The A. Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Seri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of A. Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Adam K., the Brewmeister, here with you, broadcasting live from the Casa de Monte Cristo in wonderful Boynton Beach, Florida. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Good morning. And now we are pleased to welcome special guest Scott Churchson, a Hollywood stunt double best known for his work in The Dark Knight Rises, Gotham, Celebrity Ghost Stories, and Men in Black 3. Scott, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, what got you into stunt work? Well, my original career uh, started out just basically doing background work and little light things like that, because about six years ago, I actually started out by uh, doing seven years of life insurance sales. <laughs> Let's start there. Ah, um, well, inter- yeah, that's so. almost ironic, I think. Yeah, <laughs> to go from like life, stuff insurance. life insurance into an industry where life insurance policies are I, maybe required. I yeah, um, I hope you have a good life insurance plan doing stunts. Well, the good news is at least I learned how to actually do what I needed to do as far as insurance goes, having spent time in the career. 
But what ended up happening was I got really lucky early on because one of the projects that I did uh, was slightly tied to Dark Knight Rises, which was the movie with Christian Bale, the final movie of the trilogy about five years ago. And he gave me a private email said, don't tell anyone, but this is the private email address for the people that actually are coordinating the entire giant fight scene. So if you saw the end of the movie where all the cops and the thugs are going at it and uh, Batman and Bane are going out in the middle, I was fortunate enough to be right dead smack in the middle of that between the auditions that I had and just the willingness to kind of go through everything that that had to do with that had to give me. But uh, it was two days of chaos, but my God, was it worth it. And that's what really got my career started. Absolutely. Fantastic. So what is the most difficult part about training for these crazy stunts? And every day in Hollywood, these guys are trying to push the limits to another level because they have to get something out there that no one has seen before, and it's got to be more depth-defying, and you've got to impress the audience of this current yeah, age. What's the craziest stunt that you've done? Well, um, honestly, this may sound like it isn't much, but frankly, Dark Knight Rises might actually be it. Uh, reason being because there were so many people that were involved, so many people that I think some of them didn't really have the training and the experience. Stunts are extremely coordinated, extremely organized, and there's really not a lot of fear involved in it. But when you have people that have never done it before that try to really make it look good, that's when it becomes crazy. So You've got to make it look through. real. Yeah, but the problem is sometimes they try a little bit too hard, and they hit you for real. Um, but when you have yeah. a controlled environment, it actually is a lot safer. You know, I've taken injuries. I, you know, I tore a rotator cuff last year. You know, I sprained a Ooh. knee. It happened. But it's still in a controlled environment. It's really not that bad, all things considered. You, have, you had more injuries than I did, and I played football. <laughs> well, like I said, it's still one of those things that it's pretty cool to talk about. It's kind of neat to be a part of stuff like this. And when you see it Absolutely. finally done, it's a completely complete sense of pride. And it's a good conversation now, starter if you ever need it. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably pick up some chicks talking yes, about that. Pretty, I bet. pretty sure it goes over well with the ladies. So, you know Scott, what? Actually, stuff like that helps a little bit with the girl I'm seeing right now, Robin, who may actually be listening in, um, because she saw some of that and had to give a shout-out, had to give a shout-out. But um, she saw some of that, saw the picture, and that's how the thing kind of started. <laughs> so, now, I, I, I was informed you're, you're a cigar smoker. You, you, do you like cigars? I don't have a lot of experience in it, but I do have a really, really cool story uh, from last year. If you're interested. Sure. Sure, uh, we one love of the things stories. that I do is I'm tied to the Hoboken International Film Festival in Middletown, New York. And Marty Cove, who was the, uh, if you remember him from Sensei, from the Karate Kid movies, he was in Cagney and Lacey, yeah. he was in the second Rambo movie, you've seen the guy. Um, he yeah. is an absolute avid cigar smoker, specifically Arturo Fuente. And there was a period there where I had to drop him back and forth to the hotel because they were short on people. And I was like, okay, I'll help out. And his response was, would you mind terribly if I just smoked cigars in your car? I just lit this thing up. I, you know, it's expensive. I don't want to put it out. And what am I going to say to a guy like that? You know, the, the guy from the Karate Kid who has to smoke cigars in my car. What am I going to tell him? No. <laughs> but, um, Absolutely well, not. It was actually, yeah, but, but yeah, it was pretty cool. That's fantastic. Now, now, um, has any of the characters that you've done double fours or, or any of the stunts required a cigar? Because I, I was, I just had, that's what I was just going to ask. Well, I just had lunch with Armand Desanti uh, yesterday, and we were talking about it because he's had a cigar in a lot of his roles. Yeah. And I asked him sometimes, yeah. were, were they all 
written into the character, or was that something that you, you know, ad libbed? He actually said there are times where, the, uh, uh, um, I, think, I think it was about Ridley Scott or something. Yeah. They saw a picture of him with a cigar. And said, oh, you know, that looks good on him. Yeah. And it was it was added nice, on yeah. after the fact. We'll actually have him on next week. We'll talk to him more about that. Oh yeah, super, super nice guy. He is so nice, down to earth. So we're yeah, it was very nice, and we'll be talking to him. But yeah, has any of your stunts required that your your character have a cigar while you you're doing a stunt? Cigars, no cigarettes, yeah. Um, period stuff, especially like say in the 1910s, 1920s, Boardwalk Empire, the Nick, they would have them a lot more. But typically, I'd be limited to just really just cigarettes in that case. And even then, it was just herbal cigarettes. It's kind of like the baby laxative as a substitute for cocaine in all of the cocaine films. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. That's what a lot of the times they have yeah. to use. And many times it does work, too. I've always kind of wondered if, if, when they're filming on the set when they smoke weed, are they just really smoking a joint? It's Colorado. They should be. <laughs> they're filming in Oregon, Colorado, California. Washington, yeah. There you go. Scott, we have to thank you for being with us today. We have to hit on a hard break here, but it's been a pleasure talking with you. Best of luck, and uh, make sure you stay safe out there, okay? Because, hey, you got to keep doing these great stunts for us. Thank you. Love the time. Appreciate the time that you had me on. Hey, thank you. Our pleasure. When we come back, we're going to hear from Glenn Loop, Executive Director of the CRA, and all the information you need to know about the FDA. This is important. Stay tuned. Keep it lit. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. 
using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed, Sindicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. This is Adam K., the Brewmeister, with you. And on the phone, we have the, one of the busiest men in the entire world right now. It is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of the CRA. Glenn, you've had a rough couple of days... How are things going? And well, let me let me just start with this as a better question. When did you first know the FDA was going to set out the deeming regulations? We probably got wind of it about the night before. Um, the rumor mill always starts to pick up steam in Washington on the cusp of of an announcement like this, and the same thing happened on April twenty fourth of 2014 when the deeming rule was issued on Friday morning, the 25th of 2014, at about exactly 9 (laughs) a.m. And the exact same thing, total deja vu, happened this time. The evening before, uh, the rumor mill, the bureaucratic rumor mill started uh, a buzz, and then uh, we believe some members of Congress were given a heads-up that the rule was coming out, so they conveyed to us keep your eye out. It's going to happen in the morning. And then the Politico newspaper, uh, in just a you know Hill periodical, but the Politico paper in Washington printed at about 10.30, 9.30 or 10.30 the night before that, that in fact, it was coming. So we, about 11 o'clock that night, we sent out a notice to our, our manufacturers on the board and the like and said, it's going to be a busy Friday. Well, I'm thinking Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I've lost track of the day. So completely understand night and and then and then all that hit obviously yesterday morning right at around nine o'clock, nine fifteen. So 
you know, it's one of those days in cigar infamy that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Now, a lot of people are coming out and just saying that, Allah, the sky is falling. Oh, no, this is the end. Is that the case? Well, not exactly, but the sky is falling in terms of what they proposed, Mm -hmm. not in terms of what we can do about it. And that's where we once again find ourselves having to kick into high political gear to to defend this industry. But the sky is falling with regard to the severity of what they put into this 499-page document. And of 499 pages, 30 pages of it, take a direct bullseye at the premium cigar industry by choosing the option one approach. And in layman's terms, option one basically treats premium handmade cigars in a fashion worse than cigarettes. Um, What they did in terms of mandated warning labels covering ornate artistic cigar boxes is worse than they treat a pack of cigarettes. And we can run through some of the bullet points of of the heavy-handedness of the bureaucracy in terms of these pages of this final rule. Uh, The most severe of them, the pre-market approval of all new blends, uh, where, you know, as you well know, you you go to the the trade show. Here we are. We're about to in a matter of months. Uh, All these companies will be rolling out their new blends. That happens on an annual basis where two to five per company or maybe even just one come out per company annually based upon the availability of unique tobacco or aging process and the the art of blending. And to have that tossed into the hands of a federal bureaucracy where you would have to seek approval before you could go to market in a very expensive testing and application process is absolutely insane. Uh, the FDA chose in this document to totally ignore all of the health quality data that we submitted. Uh, they they cherry-picked studies. They used antiquated data. They, used the, they changed the goalpost on defining youth access to tobacco to where we're now saying that between not 15, 13, 15, 16-year-olds are America's youth as far as tobacco use, but we're now saying it's 18 to 29. 29. 29? And that's, the way, and that's the way you change statistics to meet the needs of your own analysis. Somebody's going to have to explain to me one day how you get a job in statistical analysis with the Centers for Disease Control or the FDA. Uh, and the way you get a job in statistics at those agencies is change the methodology. And that's what they've done to make their case about youth access to cigars specifically. They have totally ignored the enforcement issue where there's been over 400,000 compliance inspections of of establishments that sell tobacco, and there's been a 95% compliance rate. That means the whole notion of youth access to tobacco is a fiction. And then on top of this, and I think it's the arrogance of a language that really sticks into my crawl the most about this, is the language in here about banning free samples. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a cigar rep walks in to smoke in, he sees a, a collection of your customers there. My guess is most of them over at the age of, of 30, 35. They're all sitting in a circle uh, there at uh, Casa de Monte Cristo with you. And a rep walks in and says, I want you to try this cigar, see if you like it, so that you'll make the investment into a box or buy two or three of them. Adam, just listen to one second about what they have said in this, in this bureaucratic rule about sampling. Quote, FDA also understands concerns from cigar retailers about the effect of the ban on free samples could have on their ability to promote new products. 
DFDA wishes to clarify that allowing prospective adult buyers to smell and handle a cigar is not considered the distribution of a free sample as long as the product is not actually consumed in the retail facility and the prospective buyer does not leave the facility with a free tobacco product whole or in part. Affording adult consumers the opportunity to handle the product will give them the ability to feel the resistance of the cigar structure and allow them to clearly see the color of the product, which is an indication of the fermentation period of the tobacco. Dear God. (laughs) Hold on. I have to go beat my head against the wall several times just so I can take all of that in. A federal bureaucracy just put that in writing, my friend. Can you believe it? I'm, I'm worrying. I'm worried how much my voting is really affecting things. This is uh, that's utterly ridiculous and possibly one of the craziest things I've ever heard about the world that we I, live in. I had to read it. I know it took some time, my friend, but I had to read it because your listeners need to hear the language that a federal bureaucracy has put in writing that will be the law of the land if it's not overturned by either a court or Congress. Which That's brings, what we just paid a bureaucracy to come up with. That's utterly horrific. Now, you brought up a good point, and I know from many of our times where we've had to talk about this in the coming days, and we've prepared, and we've we've known for some time that this was a possibility, and we prepared as best we could. And I know a long time ago you said we had a very vast war chest ready to go. What is the next step now that this regulation has come out? Well, there's several options. One is that, fortunately, uh, the United States House of Representatives Appropriations Committee included language that changes the predicate date from 2007 to the time of the final rule for the definition of new products having to be submitted to the FDA. Uh, New product versus a substantial equivalent application, which puts an amazing amount of burden on manufacturers in terms of getting new products approved or even old products approved. Um, Secondly, that language has to get through, and the language got through that calls for an exemption from FDA oversight of defined premium and large cigars, that the FDA cannot spend a dollar uh, to advance these regulations under this Appropriations Act. That bill has to get through the House of Representatives, and it has to get through the full Senate. The complication with that is I seriously doubt that a budget will be adopted by Congress uh, before the presidential election. I think it will happen sometime between the election and the end of the calendar year or even before, sometime before the next president is sworn in on January the 20th of 17. So and, that's and, and, be with, a, a and with that in target. mind, uh, this regulation is supposed to go into effect August the 8th, if I'm not mistaken. Pieces of it do, and other pieces have a two-year implementation window. Right. And so what we all, – all of us have a fleet of lawyers going through every syllable of this document, and we're going to be having strategy sessions over the next week and two weeks uh, to determine the course of action. So litigation is a possibility, and then driving home the message to members of Congress as to the horrific implications for this industry that are in this final rule could help pick up the momentum on our exemption language uh, in Congress to dramatize to them the, the horrific implications of it. You know, this is an attack on every cigar shop in America. It's an attack on the supply chain that spans from Florida to Pennsylvania to the, to the farms and, and of Connecticut. It's an attack on every cigar event in the country. I had this discussion last night with Abe. 
um, you think about the, the free sample implications, you think about the sampling and adult implications. Uh, just orchestrating events could be a, a mind-boggling experience under these types of regulations. Um, and it's an attack on trade with Latin America, which is a subject we're really going to be pouncing on heavily in the coming week, uh, pulling in our embassy friends from Honduras, Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, because it is a, it is a direct attack on jobs and trade with Latin America. And, and frankly, what gets me about this is the arrogance of this document really doesn't care. It specifically has language in it that it smacks at the J.C. Newman factory in Tampa that basically says, we don't care, you're, you're going to be subject to this. So, um, I, you know, I guess what just dramatizes this to me the most is not just the words, not just the regulations themselves. It's the arrogance of a federal bureaucracy imposing this on an industry that clearly doesn't deserve it. Absolutely. Now, um, let's say the House Agricultural Subcommittee bill goes through. The exemption is there that the FDA cannot spend any money to try and regulate premium cigars. Mm-hmm. In a perfect world, this happens. What happens next? Well, in a perfect world, the agency is mandated to back off. Mm-hmm. Um, so that language gets through the House and the Senate, and they can't, uh, they cannot pursue the regulations. That's the perfect world scenario. But you know, cigars, uh, cigar enthusiasts, and retail shop owners across the country are going to have to chime in on this to get this through the Senate. Specifically, uh, is going to be a, a tall order. And it's going to require a, a grassroots mobilization, bar none. I mean, it's taken three years to put 300,000 petitions into Congress. We need to triple that. Literally, we need to triple that. And there needs, when Congress is on this extended uh, vacation, summer break, when they're in their districts, every cigar shop and cigar smoker in the country is going to have to be bombarding their members of the House and the Senate with their concern about what this means for their passion for great cigars. So that's the type of movement that we're going to have to facilitate in, in partnership with with, uh, with parties like Kiss My Ash and Smoking and others across the country. Uh, hopefully we can, we can pull that off. Absolutely. Now, is there anything else that we might have missed on that's coming out of this deeming regulation that's missing anything or any, any actions that are currently taking place in Washington? Well, that's the uh, that's the heart and soul of it. I mean, really, there's no other tax I- issues uh, that are that are burning in front of us. So, stopping this regulation is the is the marching orders of of the day, and it's going to be, you know, around the clock sessions with with members of the House and the Senate, revisiting the bureaucracy. Uh, and I'm not talking about the FDA. I'm talking about the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, in in terms of dramatizing them, the implications of what they've done, because. I'm I'm not totally convinced that parts of this administration that have nothing to do with the FDA have really fathomed the implications for what they're proposing here. Right. Well, we've been here with Glenn Loop, Executive Director of the CRA. Glenn, I hope you got a little sleep last night, and I hope you get a little in the next coming days. <laughs> well, I appreciate that a lot, and I appreciate you folks helping to spread the word. This is the It is the minimalist thing I can do, and hopefully we can do so much more. Thank you. I appreciate your help. This has been Glenn Loop, Executive Director of the CRA. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars. And in 2014, the Serie B Milano Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. 
The Siri V Milano is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is Eric Espinosa, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional 2 years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are broadcasting live in Boynton Beach, Florida, from the Casa de Monte Cristo. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M. Good morning. How are you over there? I'm doing good. 
Of course, we just got done listening to Glenn Loop give us all of the information on the new FDA deeming regulations that were announced on Thursday, and hopefully everyone took detailed notes. If you need more information, make sure you go to cigarrights.org, sign the petition, join Cigar Rights. These Do guys it. are out there every single day busting their butts trying to make sure we can continue to enjoy cigars in a healthy manner. It's probably the most important thing we have going on right now. And nothing else is, you know. It's your. It should be your main focus right it, now. It is the main focus. This is it the battle we need to the fight together. And, stop, and we need to What's make sure. Mumbling about. Yes. I was talking about joining cigar rights and signing It's not just petition. about joining cigar rights. Listen to me, everybody. You going on. This is beyond you going at home, going on cigarrights.org, and putting your name and zip code and sending your letter to the local congressman. It's more than that, because that's not going to be enough this time. You need to tell every single person that you know who's part of the cigar lifestyle, and you need to make sure you tell them to tell every single person they know. It, this is what it's got to get to now. You have to be inspired to act, inspired to move, and you have to inspire everyone around you to move. It's very, very important. So that's my two cents. Okay. Thank you. Of course, we got to talk to Pete Johnson today, and uh, we thank Pete for being on and being a fantastic guest, and we hope you enjoyed our interview with Scott Cochran, professional stuntman. Now it's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Arizona. Hunter Osborne, 19 years old, an Arizona student who decided to show his privates in his football team's photograph, was arrested briefly after his high school unwittingly sent the image to hundreds of Phoenix, Arizona classmates as a part of its yearbook on Monday. Yes, this happened. The photo was printed in all of the school's yearbooks, destined from 3,000 students, but only... um, I'm sorry, meant to go out to 3,000 students, but only made uh, 250 books had been given out at this point before somebody noticed that the picture was in there. The school hopes to get back all 250 yearbooks um, from the students that it went out to. Hunter Osborne told police that he was acting on a dare from another football player when the court document said he exposed his privates through the top of his waistband of his football uniform. That's pants. some pretty long privates there. But you know what? Hey, because would the waistband's way up here. Would you do this? No, I wouldn't do it. I don't think he's the idiot as much as the school. Yeah. I mean, he's facing the 69 the counts of misdemeanor in I mean, just baloney. The school's the one who printed the book. The school's the one who distributed it. I mean, are they supposed to be looking at... Yeah, that's what an editor does. Yeah. An editor's in charge of looking at every page of a book, making sure there's no spelling errors, looking at all the pictures. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah. I I think they're charging the wrong people. Oh, yeah, that's like what we used to do all the time. Like, we would go in to have the photos taken for the yearbook in college, and I would pretend to be my buddy, my buddy would pretend to be someone else. I mean, one time, we got our friend Will to be in there as Zach Morris. (laughs) You know, guys might put their middle fingers up. I mean, that's what an editor is supposed to do. Do you know what I, what were you guys <laughs> one, 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 time, one time in high school, we actually had a guy pose in, like, all of these government photos, even though he wasn't for all the classes. And just, he was in every single photo, and in most of them, he had his finger through his pants. That's funny. Wow. One of the counts they're charging with him is a felony. 
And it's called Furnishing Harmful Items to Minors. Yeah. That must, have been, a, that must have been a real big and private nine, part. But he's 19. harmful. So he's going to be charged as an adult. Ugh. That's just baloney. Were you um, voted anything in your high, high school yearbook? Uh, probably. I was. Guess what? I don't know. Most athletic. Really? Yeah. Didn't you spend like eight years on the sidelines? No, that was in college. Oh, <laughs> this is high school I'm talking about. <laughs> and it was eight years on the sidelines because I was injured. <laughs> uh, what were you voted most? Nothing. Were you most even... uninteresting man in the in the class. <laughs> no. Most likely I, to. Wait, under his <laughs> caption it said Adam who? <laughs> Adam who? You, did you go here? We don't remember. We don't remember What's yeah, I was about were to be athletic. Were you a student? Are you so sure? next week, in the studio, show. in don't the studio, we have big cigar connoisseur, uh, Armand Asante. I'm a, yeah, I've been very subdued. Actor, cigar very, connoisseur. Yeah, but I've been very subdued in my yes. dealings with him now. I've met with him twice. And we had lunch yesterday. Dude, I'm a huge fan Me of this too. guy. Me too. You didn't even know who he was. Uh, yeah, but Your after mom had lunch, to call you. Yeah, but when I, yesterday <laughs> after lunch, I really enjoyed spending time with him. No, he's an I awesome guy. I one-on-one lunch with Armand But when he was sitting in our office talking, like, you didn't even realize. Q&A, one of my favorite movies. He's with uh, Mambo Kings with a young, uh, young well, Antonio Banderas. You know, Private Benjamin. He was I like, texted my uh, brother. Judge Dredd. I mean, this Dr- guy's yeah. awesome. I texted my brother. Gotti. Um, what's the one with Jack Nicholson? Uh, Hoffa? Oh, yeah. oh, great. I mean, he's, I, he's awesome. I text my brother, and I go, hey, you know this guy? He goes, yeah. And I said, it's Armand DeSanti. He goes, Armand Asante, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like your brother And then already. he writes, like, all the movies. He's like, these are all yeah. his movies, dummy. I'm yeah. like, all right, Tim. All right, forget it. <laughs> yeah, now, now she's a big fan. But we're yeah. going to have him on the show. We're going to talk about cigars. Got industry, the Altidus people on, too. We've got Altidus people coming on, talking about uh, their, some of their new stuff yep. that they got going on. So We're going to talk should, about why good era. Yerguera? Yerguera. Yerguera? Yerguera, I think. Yerguera. Yerguera. Yes. So, good show next week. So Very excited. Make sure you tune in. Are you got anything going on this weekend? Um, Wedding stuff. Really? Lots of wedding things, yes. I'm taking my kids to go buy their Mother's Day gift nice. to the mall. You're such a giver. I'm a giver. It's a very good time. <clears throat> Are you doing anything this weekend? Golf? I, I have to help the uh, roommate's mother move because he can't. Oh. That's so nice of you. He's got nothing else to do. What are you talking about? I could go play <laughs> golf. Today. I, I'm I going think, to the beach after that, though. After Duncan picks out his suit for the wedding, I'm going I think I can play golf after the finger. I think the he, finger is healed up enough to play golf again, so hopefully that will happen. Good. Uh, yes. <laughs> so it should be a great show next week. Armand DeSanti will be here. We're going to talk to Brad and uh, Liz from uh, Altidus USA. It's going to be a Yasmin. Fa- Yasmin, sorry. Yasmin from Altidus Just USA. It's going to be a fantastic show. Out. We hope you tune in next week and keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino and Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. 
Introducing the Coots Connecticut, a true old-school premier cigar expertly crafted in Honduras by only the most experienced cigar masters. Its unique super-aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper intermingled with seasoned tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, creating a balanced, mild-to-medium-bodied smoke that provides a crisp flavor, clean taste, and super-smooth finish. Coots Connecticut is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com.